Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good evening. Welcome to Ladies Night Paintball Radio. Tonight is Monday. We are doing a special edition show of a Living Legends 11 recap because all of us were traveling yesterday. So myself, Mary, Sharon, none of us were able really to be here and give you all our attention. And this is a show that definitely deserves our full attention. So um, before we get started, I would like to give a huge shout out to Modern Day Pirates for sponsoring our show and bringing us to you every single week. So thank you to uh, the Pirates. So Sharon, Mary, I see that you're both here. How are you tonight? Let's start with Mary. I'm doing excellent. I took off work today, and that was really nice. <laughs> so it's a change. Usually it's, it's come home, and I would still be sitting here thinking about unpacking and uh, cleaning gear. So it was a really nice change to take today off and really sort of relax, sleep in, and clean some gear. So it was a great weekend. And for that, the great weekend sort of ensued to say to not be overwhelmed by it, but really enjoy it and look back on it. And there is certainly a lot to look back on, especially uh, for what you and James did, because not only did you all come down to the game prepared for paintball, but you all came down to the game prepared for the modern-day pirate dinner at the local VFW, which we are definitely going to talk about in just a moment. Uh, Let's just check in with Sharon real fast. Sharon, you there? Sure am. Hi, good evening. Are you all home and settled in? Oh, we're definitely home and settled in. Um, I actually am surprised how quickly I am getting my voice back. Thank you, hot tea. (sighs) Well, you certainly were shouting your heart out this weekend um, with all of the kids that you had with you and your husband and also your team. So we've got a lot to talk to you about. We've got some people on hold. I just want to see who they are and bring them on, and then we're going to go through a quick rundown of the entire weekend, and um, I'm going to start with area code 317. Who's this? It's James. I'm just listening in. We're having problems with our uh, internet, so I'm just listening. Okay. Well, welcome, and a huge thank you to you. We're going to be talking to you and Mary Um, or to Mary about you and Mary throughout the show and everything that you all did. But I'm going to go ahead and I'll click. Do you want me to mute you, or do you just want to go on mute? You can go ahead and mute me. Okay. Thanks, James. Thanks for calling in. Glad you're here. Okay. Area code 331. Who's this? Lacey. Hi, Lacey. Lacey. I can't wait to talk to you. I want to hear all about Final Battle and um, everything that led up to the weekend. So we'll be back with you in just a minute, Lacey. So hang tight. And area code 708, who's this? Lucy. Is it Nikki, did I hear? No, Macy. Oh, hey, Macy. 
Oh, my goodness. I heard that you hit like three or four slapsticks in final battle. So we're going to definitely be talking about that as we get closer to the end of the weekend. So stay on with us. Um, so everyone, welcome again. Those of you who are in, on Instagram with us right now, thanks for being here. We are, of course, talking about Living Legends 11, and it was definitely legendary. It was one of the series of games, if you aren't familiar with the Legends games, put out by CPX Sports, Hanu Fox, and Lanny Fox, put on incredible games across the country. I believe the next Legends game coming up is going to be Hawaiian Legends in September. Um, so let's go over this weekend, where we are, what we did. So we were in Michigan in a town called Pinckney, which is, I guess, connected to the town called Hell. And there's actually a place called Hell, Michigan. So if you aren't, if you don't believe me, go ahead, Google it. It's there, I promise. And we spent the weekend in hell, and it was amazing. Hell survivors wound up with a 10-point uh, game. It's very, very, very close game. And it's funny because I joked with somebody about if it came down to under, under 100 points or not. So we can talk to some of the kids who are on the phone about that. But the weekend started on Friday with a – special event that was just for modern-day pirates. While everybody else was checking into the venue and getting their camp set up, modern-day pirates were at the local VFW first making then serving dinner for all the local veterans and their families. So this, was, this particular event was put together by Mary and James. And I'm going to let Mary talk about what they did, but – Mary, will you also talk about some of the other things that modern-day pirates when you all are on the road and who puts those together? Because I know I've now been a part of seeing you all at Dreaded Legends building houses for Habitat for Humanity in Mountain, Florida, in Michigan, serving the local VSW. And Mary was there all day on Friday cooking. And when I was talking to her at the very beginning, when she said she was moving all her stuff back into the house and cleaning everything up, she and James brought coolers with them, and they had food, uh, lots of food. I think 90 pounds, James said, of meat they brought to the VFW, and then they took over there. They set up their camp. They also cooked for all these people. So, Mary, can you tell us a little bit about what that's, what that's about? Yes. Actually, last year, um, James came with the idea that um, he wanted to do something for community charity. Um, it's a two-part system where you want to give back to the community, but you also need charity. So he threw out to, you know, he wanted to throw out some ideas or get some ideas for different things and avenues. Last year in Juliet, um, we were going to Living Legends 10, he said, you know, he really wanted to do something for the community to give back. And um, he is a veteran himself. So I said, why not do something for the veterans? So he looked around that particular area. Something was closed. It wasn't like a, you know, hour to hour, you know, travel event um, because you know we are there for paintball. A lot of people play, you know, the different avenues um, that they set up um, Friday, you know, day games or they have the evening parties. We wanted something where they can go and and uh, we could still do something sort of in between. And uh, <clears throat> I just said, give back to the veterans. If you're if you're going to do something, let's give back to the veterans and. He came up with the idea of cooking dinner for the veterans of VFW in Juliet, and uh, we did it last year. It was a huge success. Um, they loved us to death. 
And um, the, I think, you know, the best and worst part of it was they were so excited. They said, are you going to come back next year? Are you going to come back next year? And, of course, we were saying yes, we are. And then they changed the venue or the uh, area where it was hosted in. So this year we switched to the American Legion. Uh, the American Legion, we contacted them. And they said yes. Sure, come cook dinner. And uh, I, I think in a lot of uh, parts, if you think about, you know, an American Legion, a society that contacts them, um, they were hesitant at first, but we, we kept in constant contact with them, let them know what we were doing, what we were bringing. And then we had a lot of order members show up. And um, the order members that came were really ready to just kind of knock out of the park. And everyone pitched in, everybody did everything um, to make this dinner a huge success. So dinner was serving at 530 5.15, all the food was cooked, and then we're serve, or plating it, or not plating it, I guess we should say, um, placing it out for everyone to um, obtain their their dinners. And people just, the veterans came over, they got their meals, they got their plates of food, and sat down. And the order members got their plates of food and sat down with them. And then we all started to talk to the veterans. And there was just some really great, amazing stories that came out of it. And just, I sat beside a guy who, county, he won the largest hand contest for many, many years in a row. And it, that wasn't, of course, you know, part of, you know, how he had served and what he had did, you know, for, for his country. But he, he just felt the need to tell me this story. And I put my hand up against his and it was, oh, my gosh. I mean, I felt like a five-year-old. <laughs> He's got these gigantic hands. Like, they were huge. And um, he just loved telling me that story. And I, I enjoyed listening to it. And then we kind of bounced from person to person, just sitting and listening uh, to their stories and talking to them and where, you know, where they had uh, moved, grew up from and moved to and, you know, where they've been all over the country. And it was, it was very enjoyable. It was, it was absolutely awesome um, to the tune where people were asking, you know, who, you know, who, who's responsible for this. Um, at one point, and we didn't know this, um, but at one point they gathered a collection uh, for the modern-day pirates. They, they put out around a jar to all the veterans, and they had created a donation <clears throat> jar, and they were asking multiple people, and before they hit James or I, they, the people they asked, they said, it's Mary and James, Mary and James. Well, what the people heard was Mary Jane. So they kept calling me Mary Jane all night. <laughs> And I didn't have the heart to correct them to say, no, it, you know, it's, it's Mary and James. You know, I, I, I didn't want to correct them. But they actually ended up raising $135 um, to give to the Modern Day Pirates, which, I mean, we do, a lot of, we do a lot of charity community, which, you know, it goes hand in hand. Most of it is Modern Day Pirates donating, and then we go out and, and give to the community, um, especially the Hope organization and different things. Well, with this, um, we didn't have an avenue to put those funds towards. So one of the other stories that was told to another order member was one of the veterans received a cane that was hand-carved that also had his name, years of service, uh, where he served, what branch of military he served in, all on this cane for him that was crafted for him. And his cane number was like 4,000-something, 4,100-something. Uh, 4, and this is a charitable organization. So the modern day pirates donated that money back to that charitable organization, and um, they were again very kind of awestruck. But we we just want to go there. We didn't we weren't there to raise funds. We were there to give back. And the last thing we want to do was take any more money from them. So we were just there to give back and give to them. And and that was 
again, it was um, James James's idea, and um, then all of the order members put it into place. We couldn't have done it without, I mean, I don't want to say the name. There's so many names. Just the people that showed up to help stir beans or help flip burgers, and it seems so minute, but it's not. It was it was on point, and they loved the food. They were so surprised the food. They said how good it was. <laughs> I don't I don't know if people cook dinner for them often, and it's not that good, but they they loved it, and they loved us, and they loved the people. So it felt it, that for me for the weekend filled my heart up. So everything that happened from that point forward, I was good. It was just one thing that was awesome. So, so I, I do it. We're going to do it again and again. Yeah. I can tell you, I was invited by Andy Wofford to join along and see what it was about and to participate in it. And I can tell you from just what I saw and the people that I spoke to, it was what made it different than just people going and providing a meal is we were at the American Legion, right? And so we're inside basically a a banquet hall with a kitchen and a bar attached. And this wasn't a case where Mary and James and the other modern-day pirates who participated cooked, put food out on the table, and just served food from behind the table. Rather, the people who go to the American Legion were there and um, they were serving themselves because all of the pirates who were there and all of the people who were there were actually walking around and interacting with people. So it wasn't a, a group of pirates sitting at one table and then all of the members sitting some, somewhere else. At every single table, there were several modern-day pirates sitting, talking, interacting with the local people, hearing their stories, letting them tell their old war stories, which was in some ways really fun because it, it reminded me of kind of us tonight. You know, these were people who at one point in time served or their spouses who were at home while they were serving at our country, and they're telling their stories about it, and the wives are talking about what it was like being without them, and then they've got these young people. I mean, I got to sit. Uh, at one point in time, James came over to where I was sitting to talk with the lady who was offering you all the space to use for camping next year. Uh, Joan was her name, and all of the men at the table were in the Navy, and I learned James was in the Navy. And so they just started talking shop, just like people talk about paintball, and one of them started talking about this aircraft carrier or this uh, cruiser or whatever that he was on in the middle of the ocean, and they're talking about planes landing on it, and then James is talking about his experience with planes landing on it, and these people are, I don't know, 40 years apart, and it was so similar to paintball where people can just come of all ages and be together and talk and share their experience. And the pirates actually, everybody was there learned something about the locals. So much so that the reason James wanted sitting where I was was the people from the from the American Legion said, well, we were always talking about paintball where I was sitting and about where we were staying and those of us were camping and where people were. And they said they knew of overflow camping issues and the perhaps next year they could do something where they could give back to the pirates and let the pirates use their space to camp, even if it's indoors. But it was just, they were really, truly, not only just awestruck that this was completely charitable, but by the fact that then you all went and interacted with them on such a personal level, and not just for 10 or 15 minutes, we're talking about for several hours. 
So everybody actually left there knowing each other, like I said before, similar to a paintball event. Um, if you were hanging out and eating, you know, and having a couple drinks between the games. So it was really nice to see. And it was nice to see their reaction and how truly um, blessed they felt to have us there. Like, you know, they couldn't believe that this was the organization that was chosen. They felt lucky that this is what you were doing instead of perhaps building a house for other people in the community, which I told them that you did. But you all knocked it out of the park. It was a beautiful event, and many thanks to Andy for inviting me and letting me take part in it because it was definitely one of, one of the many very special things that happened this week. So, and it's, it's something you. we want everybody to everybody to adhere to. Everybody to not only enjoy what we enjoyed, um, but then to take it to another level. You know, go out and you can do this anywhere. You can do this local, um, anywhere you go. There's everybody has a VFW, American Legions, everything surrounding you, um, and, and you get a group of people together. And like I said, we got a group of people together. Again, James came with the Habitat for Humanity Build um, down Dread Legends, and he put that in place. He organized everything. We had 14 pirates show up. We painted the interior of one house, two coats in one day. And and the the person that's there for Habitat for Humanity, he's the manager. He was blown away. I can't believe, he goes, I thought, he goes, when I, I saw the name Modern Day Pirates, apparently have a Pirates group that's a local school, <clears throat> um, that's their name for the school, or their team, he thought he was getting a bunch of teenage kids, and so he didn't expect much out of it, and he's just like, you guys, you know, just way late, you knocked out of the park, and it made us feel great, it made them feel great, we all left happy, and again, you're giving up part of that vacation day, in a sense, but, you know, that vacation day spent, and I don't want to down anybody to say, you know, you're at the field talking or you're at the beach or you're somewhere else. This is a, it makes you feel really good. And so that, we want to impart that to everybody. This is not just something, the only time you can do this is before these events or during, you can, anybody can do this. Anybody can organize this and give back. And it, it's a really great feeling. So I ask anybody to do this. Please, and if you want any suggestions, advice, um, as far as packing up 60 pounds of meat, veggies, buns, and driving them from Pennsylvania to Michigan, I'll give you any points, <laughs> tips, tricks, hints. So, um, and as far as, you know, the contact with the people, letting them know who you are, um, creating flyers, things like that, we're, we're all on board for that. So anybody that wants to do this for their community, please, we, we would love to hear from you, and uh, we'd love to see a lot more pictures and posts about just giving back to the people that really gave to us. And we didn't ask anything from them and they did it. So let's give back. Yeah, totally. It was great. And I have to tell you, Mary, the food was actually really good. Maybe it's because I don't have anybody who cooks for me. I'm always one cooking, but it was really good. So you did a fantastic job with that and through all of your help. It was just a great thing. And Mary's right. You know, there was that, second when Andy came over, he said, so are you sure you want to leave what's happening at the field to come with us over to the VSW? And I said, absolutely. Um, it took me a minute because I had to round up some things and some people, but it was absolutely worth going and absolutely one of the highlights of the trip for me um, because there were so many people in from all over the world and so many different things to do, but definitely something for people to check out in the future. We've got a couple people on hold. I think we just dropped somebody, but area code 815, who's this? 
Heads to eat. Taryn. Hey, how are you? Thank you so much for calling in. Give me a second. We'll be right with you. I just wanted to get you off a hold and let you be able to jump in. Area code 417, is this? That's Andy Wofford and crew. Hi, Andy. Andy, you've got maybe three uh, I, I, fans I, right now. Yeah, I, I should have I said it's Andy lost in Missouri. That's what I should have said. Sorry. <laughs> well, hello to Andy and crew. I guess that means that you have Matt with you, and I'm guessing maybe also Pepper? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't kicked him out yet. Is Pepper sleeping? <laughs> Again. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in. We are going to be with you in a second. I want somebody else on the line. But as you hear, Andy, uh, again, let me say to you directly, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of that. It was really special to be there personally with the Pirates and to have been there with you makes it all that much better. So thank you. It, it was and great. It was a great time. That's that's what that's what it's about. I want to I want to thank Mary and James because what they put into that that's what makes it possible and and they just make us look good. Is all it is. So that's true. They uh they do make everybody look good. <laughs> and I mean it was just it was such a great event. I had a really amazing time there. So let's see who else we have with us, and then we're gonna. Talk to Sharon about who she brought with us uh, to the game or with her to the game. Area code 724, who's this, please? It's Joe's Pizza. Hi. We'll take a large order pizza. Pepperoni. Large pepperoni. That's it. Oh. No anchovies, huh? Hi, Silver Fox. I don't know how she Hello. <clears throat> it was delivered to the field on Saturday night, and it was so delicious. <laughs> that food, Mary. Yeah, Marcos is good. For 24 hours. That's why the pizza was so delicious. Um, versus the food you made that was actually truly, truly delicious. But yeah. that cold pizza that Sharon had was clutch. <laughs> so let me answer a quick question here on Instagram. Why is your wealth banner not back up yet? Uh, the Wealth Banner is not behind me on Instagram, for those of you who are watching right now, because it is in my car, packed. For those of you that don't know, I was uh, supposed to come back on Saturday night, and I was supposed to have already left on Sunday for North Carolina. Instead, I'm leaving first thing in the morning, but the Wealth Banner is going with me to North Carolina for the Black Ops team in Fayetteville, June 2nd through 4th, but I'm actually leaving tomorrow because I have some other business to take care of in North Carolina over the next two weeks. So it will definitely be back up soon, Jade. Okay, so Sharon. Are you there? I know Sharon was having some trouble with her phone. She's been in and out. Is that your scratchy voice I hear? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's my scratchy voice. I 
Girls, is Mom on uh, speakerphone? Karen, I can barely hear you. We can hardly hear you, and I don't know if it's because of your scratchy voice. Yeah, my voice no, is really phone. scratchy. There you are. No, it's scratching your neck. Yeah, right? It's all scratchy. I don't know. It's coming back. So, Sharon, tell everybody how many kids you brought with you this weekend, where you all came from, what your road trip with everyone was like. Oh, we had so much fun with this. Um, I was, you know, smart enough to decide I wanted to bring six children with just me and my husband, the living legend. So, yes, they completely outnumbered us. I'm getting a lot of love for taking them right now. I'll say that. We all traveled from Illinois and roundabout Chicagoland area. So it was a good five or so hour drive. And I will say, I think most of them slept their way there and slept their way back. Well, that makes for an easy trip. I'm guessing that Nikki spent most of the car ride sleeping because he spent so much of the weekend sleeping. Yes, uh, from what I understand, I was in a different car from car from Nikki. He was in with Jeremy, but yeah, he said probably ten minutes from the field, everyone with Macy was passed out. <laughs> and from what I understand, Macy managed to stay awake most of the trip. That Macy did. Yeah. Girl, she, she, she was a little she was a little hyped up. From what I understand. How many slapsticks did she wind up hitting? What was what was that? The whole weekend. How many slapsticks did Macy hit in final battle? Final battle, Macy managed to hit four total, but three of them in a row, and that was all at the main slapstick. <laughs> and we're going to be talking to Macy and to Lacey about their experience with the Living Legends in just a minute because they're two of the teenagers that the Moyes brought with them out to the field. Sharon, I have oftentimes teased about breeding a paintball team because she has three paintball playing daughters, but in addition to that, she helped to um, encourage her daughter's friends to join the paintball world. And actually, you have four paintball playing daughters. Let's get real here. I mean, she has three who live with her at home. Um, and one who doesn't live at home. And now Kathleen is a full-fledged paintball-playing daughter. I've been able to say before that she had three who played, but now she's got four who full-on play, and we're going to talk about that under-10 shootout that we had on Sunday in just a little bit. Um, but thank you to Sharon and to people like Sharon who grow the sport by bringing kids who are not there to events like this. You heard her say they were way outnumbered. And on a regular day in Sharon's house, she is already outnumbered by her kids to the grown-ups. But they went ahead and added to it and took oh, the three guest children with you this weekend. So kudos to you for bringing out these new kids. Now, Nikki is the teenage boy who came out with you all. And the reason that I say he must have been sleeping on the ride home because he was sleeping so much at the game, one of the folks who is in the truck with Andy Wofford right now, Matt Smotterly from the Modern Day Pirates, he brought gear with him that he wanted to donate to a kid who was just joining the sport. And this was Nikki's, did Nikki go with you guys to Monty? What was that? Did Nikki no, go Nikki with you all did not. 
Okay, Nikki so did not go to Monte. This was Nikki's first big game. So imagine being a teenage boy. He's sitting in the Blue Cruise Boxes Den compound. He is sound asleep, passed out in his chair, sleeping. I mean, out cold, has no idea what's going on around him, and gets woken up in one of the best ways possible with Matt basically tossing a box at his feet and saying, hey, wake up. <laughs> and so Nikki woke up to a box that had a brand-new axe in it, we had a hopper there. He got new pants. He got new jersey. He got a pod pack. And then Boxes Den had an air tank that they donated to him. So, oh, and he got a mask. So this boy literally got woken up from being asleep and was handed an entire full gear loadout. Marker, hopper, mask, I mean, everything that I just said. And then he went out there and just absolutely crushed it on the field. So if anybody ever wants to wake me up that way, I would love a new CS2, just putting that out there. Um, so <laughs> I will consider a falling asleep at the Fox's Den a tent in the future if that's what happens there, because that was absolute magic. And to see his reaction and to wake up that way all sleepy-eyed, kind of like, wait, what's going on, and why me, and see everybody around him. And thank goodness for Jen Mario from Boxington, who got it all on video. So if you can see it, she put on her Facebook Live. I will be uh, cross-posting that to the Ladies' Night Paintball radio page as well. So some more excitement that went on on Saturday. On Saturday morning, not only did Nikki get a new loadout from Modern Day Pirates, but all of the kids that Sharon brought with her, the entire Illinois chapter of Fox's Den who came to this game received brand new jerseys, and none of them knew that they were going to be getting these jerseys. So all of the kids got brand new boxes created by Welch. They were designed by Sharon, and they were all printed here in the United States. So when we talk about kind of sentimental, emotional times, I've had headbands out on the field for months now. I've had barrel socks out on the field for months now. We have been... I have had many trials and tribulations, not only getting jerseys out, especially 100% U.S. made jerseys out, and at one point in time, I turned, and these kids had already come wearing their Wealth Paintball and their Chicksaw Harder headbands, and they had barrel socks on from other events. And now I turned at one point in time, and there were kids walking by with jerseys and headbands and barrel socks on. And it was a really kind of a dream come true in that moment. And I turned, and I looked at Sharon, and I was crying. And she was like, what's wrong? And I got tears coming down my face. And I was like, they're not they're just really, really happy tears, and thanks for making this happen. So it was really special, and it was awesome for the kids to get their jerseys and to feel like not only that they were a part of Fox's Den, which they are, but to see them in their pink jerseys, because everybody is used to seeing Fox's Den in blue. Um, each state gets to pick their own color and their own jersey design, and Illinois, because they've got so many girls there, went with a pinkish-purplish color, and so when they got together, even in the team picture, there's the dark blue of Blue's Crew, then there's the light blue of all the foxes, and then there's this bright pink and purple 
And it wasn't one or two of them. There were eight of them together. And so they really looked like a squad. And when they were out on the field, I talk about what I saw out on the field, but when we were out on the field, um, you could see where they were, and you saw them always together, three or five, eight of them at a time again. And you knew they were a force to be reckoned with. And we're going to talk to some of the kids in just a moment because we've got Lacey and Macy on the line. And I believe that Bethany and Kristen might even be um, nearby as well. So, there you are know where you're doing tomorrow? Yes, please do. Let's they see. look good. They look good. Well, thank you. And let thank me tell you. you, they were. They were so excited about it, and they're all trying to plot a way to say thanks, and that's all I'm going to say on it. <laughs> you have no <laughs> proof that me and Kristen are out here. There is no proof. That's true. And there Not was yet. Kathleen. Do I hear Kathleen there? Kathleen might have been one of the stars of the weekend. She was everywhere. If you don't already follow Kathleen's Corner on Facebook, you should. It's Kathleen with a K, and so is Corner. But Kathleen was at Living Legends. Kathleen was not only a cheerleader, Kathleen was a great pod filler for the clowns. And she shot me. She told me she was going to. And she shot me at the under 10 events that we had. So, Kathleen, we're going to talk to you in a second about what it was like to finally get to get out there and shoot at us. But I want to talk for a second to Lacey and Macy. They are some of the newest Fox's Den members. They are from Fox's Den, Illinois. And they are two of the girls that Sharon and Jeremy brought with them to the game. So, Lacey, Macy, are you girls there? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome. Thank you so much for calling tonight. Um, let me start, I guess, with Macy. Macy, what was it like being at your first Living Legends event? I loved it. <laughs> so, tell everyone how old you are. I'm 14. So, at one point in time, I turned to Macy and Lacey, and we're going to have to talk to Lacey in a second, too. We were with the Command Brothers, and I was not going on the field, but I really wanted these girls to learn how to push and how to really uh, aggress on the field. And I knew that the Command Brothers were about to be going out, and I looked at the girls and I said, in front of the Command Brothers, I said to the girls, um, you know, I want you to go out with them. Just If you get lost from them, if you have trouble keeping up with them, um, you know, stay together, and if you have to, you can fall back. And the two girls looked at each other, and Macy looks at me and says, do you mean if they have trouble keeping up with us? And Lacey says, uh, yeah, right? And I said, oh, challenge accepted. So these girls were setting the bar not just by talking smack, but by living what they were doing the entire weekend. I finally had the opportunity to go out with them for a little bit on Sunday, but um, – on Saturday, I, I took things from a different perspective, and I was there strictly as media, and we went on the field and went live from the field to bring living legends to as many people across the globe who weren't able to be there in person so that they could kind of feel like they were part of the magic that was happening there. So, Macy, you were out there, I mean, 
all over the field the entire weekend. Um, but I heard I left on Sunday just before final battle began, and Sharon called Jeremy's phone while we were in the car on the way to the airport, and she was shouting. Macy just hit three flat sticks in a row, and then a few seconds later, she goes, now she's hit four. So can you tell me about that? Because hitting four slap sticks in final battle, let alone three in a row, is quite an accomplishment. If I'm being honest, I'm not quite sure how I didn't get shot out. But before I got up there, one of the places I ended up going to get to the front was basically with my feet in the swamp. So I probably only didn't get shot out because my arms were swelling because my feet were slipping as I was trying to run across the field. I didn't know where to shoot. <laughs> I mean, you were absolutely, I mean, you can, you can say that I was insane out there. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw that back on you and say that you all were insane out there. Um, and I need to make a correction very quickly. I just thought that Andy Wofford from Modern Day Pirates actually donated the tank to Nikki. So thank you. Thank you. Ha, ha, ha. They're on your team next game. Actually, Des, remember, this is Fox of Den. I think your next game is with Jenny in October, and Fox of Den is playing for Silver Fox. But we'll see what we can do about other games. Uh, definitely, we are also running with Marty for Jurassic next year in March. So, you know, we've at least got, we'll be at your field, your side for sure for one of those games. Um, Lacey, are you there? Of course. I <laughs> So, Lacey made an accomplishment this weekend that many people on Instagram, especially within the paintball world or on any social media in the paintball world, are looking um, for. Lacey was on the field, and she was decked out. Let me tell you, she looks really good. I'm going to go ahead and share the picture out. She's wearing her pink Chickasaw Harder headband signed by both Reaper and myself with her killer fairies on it. She's wearing her new Foxes in jersey, and she is rocking a Pittman marker, and she is looking fierce in the middle of battle, and one photographer snapped a photo of her, and Tittman Sports put her out on their Instagram as a this is what pink ball looks like picture. And I think in the first couple hours, she had over 500 likes on that picture. So not bad considering it was her first time out playing paintball at an organized game. So congratulations on that, Lacey. We've got an Isola oh sticker God. coming your way. I was not expecting that at all. That was crazy. <laughs> I, for starters, I just want to thank Paint the World for the, all the gear that they sent me. That I was supposed to be receiving at Monte, but when I couldn't go, they changed it over. We've been waiting to for Lacey to get to open this box for quite some time now. Uh, a few months ago, we had on the show talking about all of the kids who were going to be going with her to Monte Casino. And part of the problem was they didn't have gear. Now, while the boys have extra markers, they certainly didn't have enough extra markers for all of the kids going with them. So being that we have Mary here on the show with us, and she is a Painting the World chapter president, we figured why not reach out to Painting the World and see what Mary and Lewis from Florida, Lewis Leon, could put together. 
and Mary was able to send markers out, but they wouldn't let her, they being the Moyes, wouldn't let Lacey open the box until she was actually going to a game. So when she missed Monte Casino, they kept the box in the corner of their house, kind of like Christmas <laughs> under the Christmas tree, where the kids have to walk and just sit there. And Lacey would come over, and she'd see the box, but she wasn't allowed to open it. And she got to open it this weekend at Living Legends. And, Mary, I believe you were there. You got to see her open the box, correct? Yes, I did. Her excitement was bubbling it? over. She's jumping up and down, and jumping. <laughs> she was she was extremely excited. She just really wanted to open it. I liked her face when I told her no, she couldn't till tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was like, no. Christmas. like oh, no, wait. tomorrow's Christmas. Lacey, I have oh. to tell. What I saw this weekend um, and the way that you played, especially on Sunday, and we're going to talk about the things that where you kind of stood out to me on Sunday. Um, because Pittman already gave you their thumbs up and you're already rocking Pittman gear, I have a, another Pittman marker, which is called a Pittman crossover, which goes from um, manual to an automatic marker. And it needs a little bit of work, but I've already reached out to Tipman, and they've agreed to fix up the marker so that we can get you your second marker. And you're going to start to see what it's like not only to collect, but then eventually to start passing markers on. So You're kidding. You, I'm not kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I've already arranged for a hopper and a tank for you as well with uh, Jeremy. Um, on our way to the airport, I was telling him about it. And I'm going to tell you when you earned it specifically. This girl, tell everyone how old you are, please, Lacey. I am 13 years in counting. 13 years old, comes off of the field on Saturday and says, man, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I keep getting hit, but I don't have any wealth. And I cannot go back home and show my brothers that I have no wealth or they're going to say I didn't play paintball. And so she said, I don't care what I have to do, but I'm going to get welted up. And I thought to myself, well, yeah, kick you ball harder. We can arrange that. You know, I'm thinking, I can shoot you from close range, but we don't want to do that. And then on Sunday, I had the opportunity to take the kids out in the field. And, well, Lacey, do you remember sending me a text message when I was at the airport about changing the way that you see paintball? Very much. Like, the second you got out there, you looked both ways like you do when you cross the street, and then you just took off. We lost you so many times, and then when we caught back up, you were, like, way ahead. You taught us how to advance, and we thank you for that. (laughs) Well, it was – you are welcome for that, but you were one of the only ones who actually followed me. Everyone else was kind of thinking about it and second-guessing it. And one of the things that I learned in paintball, and I guess Jeremy is right. When Jeremy and I were going to the airport, we were talking about it, and he said, well, maybe it's something that you learned when you were an assassin, how to just really uh, move up. And I said, no, I think I was already a pretty aggressive player. But he's right, because they used to say, if Antonio tells you to run, you run. That's it. You don't question it. And there were memes about it, and there were jokes about it. 
because sometimes you ran and you ran right into a gauntlet, and sometimes you ran and you actually got to the pocket because he knew what he was doing. And so thank you to Antonio Falcon from the uh, Assassin Alliance. He is the Midnight Angel Akimbo Assassin for, yes, teaching me to just look both ways before you cross the street and to run and make a go of it. So um, once you immediately picked that up and you were willing to just go, because it's scary. It's scary to go and run into the firefight, especially, sorry to say it, uh, ladies, but as kids, uh, to run right into something so scary. And there's a picture that one of my friends sent me today that really just kind of depicts how I view, um, I guess, being aggressive in paintball. There's a picture, and I'm standing there with my marker in hand, looking down the field, trying to figure out what's going on. But all of the other players around me, every single one of probably the other 50 players in the picture, is turned the other way running. And so everyone's running because there are people coming towards us. And I'm looking to see why is everybody running and why is nobody shooting at these people before they advance on where I'm standing right now. And so he circled in this picture. There's just me standing there one way and 50 other people going the other way. And, um, Lacey had no problem being that second person standing there and trying to figure out, okay, well, let's go. She wasn't afraid to get hit. And just like Macy wasn't afraid to get hit, obviously, because she was running for her slapsticks and hit four of them, four slapsticks. That is no small uh, thing to do, let alone three, five, just one, two, three in a row is crazy, crazy good. So congratulations, Macy, for that. Um, but your willingness to just, look both ways and run, not think about it, not be afraid to get hit. I mean, nobody had to tell you that. That was, in my gameplay, it was the second time I played paintball, a guy uh, by the name of Brad Bartlett. He was somebody who I played paintball with in San Antonio. But it was my second time out there playing, and he told me, you know, you'll be a really good paintball player when you stop being afraid of getting hit. But nobody has to tell you don't be afraid to get hit. You were already saying on Saturday – I've been hit, and I don't have enough marks to show for it. Well, how do I get more? So congratulations to you. I told you I'd be happy to take you under my wing and teach you all that I know and what I can do when we are uh, at events together. And, yeah, you've got another marker coming your way as soon as we get a couple things fixed up on it. One, Jay, thank you. Two, also, thank you very much for setting up for the jerseys. Because they were so pretty. And thank you to Sharon for designing those. Well, helping design those, you guys both, you guys did an amazing job, and we thank you very much. I speak for all of us when I say that. Well, you are welcome. And, yeah, you need to give uh, your dead mother over there the most credit for it because she spent hours, I mean hours, not only making them, but then on revising them and to get them just right so that they could uh, be there and be ready for you all. And Silver Fox, I'm glad you're on with us. I have to say thank you to you for really encouraging me to come. You were the final straw that said, you need to be here. I need you here for this event. I want you to be there when the kids get their jerseys. And I almost wasn't, and I am so, so glad that I was. So thank you for encouraging me to come out there for it, because not only um, was I there for that, but the whole experience. I'd rock one of those jerseys. <laughs> yes, you would. It can I'd be erased. Oh, she's so hard. 
that was the best thing. So let me just give a quick mention to some people over on Instagram uh, and let you all know. I know that the camera angle are changing. I don't have my proper cord with me right now. So it's a shorter cord. Sorry for kind of the mishmash and what's going on right now. You might lose me on Instagram, though, because it says that with only 3% battery remaining, even though I'm plugged in, um, I'm not sure how long we're going to have power for. So sorry about that, guys. Okay. okay. So Instagram is set back up now, and so now we can talk with everyone else. Silver Fox. Yeah. Let's talk about this weekend. Yes. Congratulations on how many players you had out there. You and I mean, you brought how many people together between Foxes and Blues Crew? Forty-eight. Forty-eight players. Um, I don't know if any of those brought. And how many children? Eighteen. Eighteen children. Eighteen kids. Forty-eight players. Um, just that number in and of itself is what Foxes Den does. Okay, when they come, they come in big numbers. But we are here for the kids and growing the sport. And grow the sport, we did. I was out there. Let me back up for a second. When we got there on Friday, I drove in. Silver Fox picked me up at the airport. We drove in, and I was greeted by Zach Arbuckle, who immediately gave me my Ladies Night Paintball Radio media pass, which was absolutely incredible because I was able to, like I said, go out on the field on Saturday and bring the game to you live. Um, I got to see things from a different perspective on Saturday. I was able to kind of freely walk around the field, see things from a more business or managerial side of paintball, if you will, to see everything happening on the field and to stand behind where Silver Fox and the other Foxes and members who had, especially kids with them, uh, was incredible to see. These are players who are there, yes, they are helping to win the game, and they are fighting, and they are in there. But not only are they shooting, and not only are they trying to defend and to gain land, they are also taking the time to be responsible for other players on the field. So new players, and especially children, so that they aren't lost, they aren't scared, and if they are scared, they have somebody there with them, helping them, pushing them, and showing them what to do. And to see the progression through Saturday, especially into Sunday, players who on Saturday were hanging out where Silver Fox and Jen and Alyssa were, and then on Sunday to see these same players have now so much comfort in what they were doing that they are further ahead, and they're with uh, Silver Blood and with AJ, and they are up in a whole other area, kind of out of the learner's cage in really in the thick of it was amazing that, again, in such a small time that they were able to um, learn so much. And we all know that three or four hours on the field, you're going to learn a whole lot, especially if you are taken under somebody's wing and they're actually pointing this out to you. So congratulations, Silver Fox, on what you did with all of those kids. Thanks. 
there's a couple things that I'd like to put out there about what this was all, uh, where all these people came from. We had the state of Arizona, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Canada, that would be Ontario, and Michigan. All of those states and those chapters of Fox's Den showed up for this event with their children, their husbands, their wives. And while we're at this event, talking about growing the event, I we went to the restaurant Friday night with all the kids. And, uh, of course, you know, Lacey said I'm not good with speech as well, so got a little better with it on this radio show. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was emotional at the restaurant, and I sat with the kids, and I explained to them about how people play paintball. And I explained to them, you grow at your speed. Don't think because, you know, Macy runs and, and Bethany run all the way up to the front with me and uh, just run right out there and just shoot and get shot and whatever, that you have to do that stuff. But like I said, the kids grow at their own pace. Adults grow at their own pace. And that's what we're about. And from Saturday to Sunday, just like you said, by mid-Saturday, all of those young kids were running across that ramp and just basically busting us out of that hole, which made a big difference and changed the game. Not just our kids, all of the blue team was really amazing at the game. But we're talking about our Fox's Den and Blue's crew. And so to that, it was just an amazing, especially watching Nikki who was really scared on uh, Saturday morning. And by Sunday morning, there was no more fear in that young man's eyes. And uh, the other thing is, too, you were talking about giving Lacey a different gun. Well, I'm going to give you a quick little story of the Canadian family, their daughter. We gave her, at 11 years old, all every piece of equipment that she needs when we were in Canada and we left before the prize giveaway and she won a brand new gun and instead of keeping a brand new gun she gave the gun to her brother okay so what we ask all of our kids to do is when you graduate to a better gun you take that gun and give it to another player and film it Put it on Facebook. Let people know that everybody is working together, kids, adults, everybody. And this little girl did that in Canada. Two months later, when her dad got her a gun, she made a video and sent it to us of her giving it to another new gun, young gun, at a game. And it's important to do that, not for a pat on the back. It's important because I've watched the the kids – shoot me and shoot my players since 2005. We were doing it in Texas. Now I'm watching other players do it. I'm watching full teams jump out there for these kids. And some of these kids that we did this with are now playing paintball. And it's huge to do this. I mean, Catherine amazes me how much he realizes and pays attention to everything we say and do. And that's why we're kind of careful of what we say and do. But to see her point her fingers at me and then shoot me 
in that gallery was such a great thing. And one more thing real quick. Nikki, you honored me in the biggest way you can honor a human being. I gave Nikki a mask that Eclipse gave me, and it was pretty tight on my head, but we had to wear them. I signed that mask, and I gave it to Nikki during the day so he could go out on the field with the girls because he couldn't go without a mask, and he didn't have one. Then the modern pirates came up with all that equipment. They gave everything, the tank, the gun, the whole set of pants, everything. It's amazing. I love all those guys and girls, by the way. Got to keep remembering to say girls. There's so dang many of you in playing. But uh, um, he honored me by going to Sharon and saying, I feel so bad, but I want to keep and wear Civil Fox's mask. And then he asked, and this is what we're teaching our kids, if he could take that and give it to his brother. Now, to me, that's what it's all about. So I just wanted to say to Nikki, and if he's not here, tell him that he honored me in a big way. That's all. That's we'll make sure he knows. Awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Way to go, Nikki. And, yes, it just popped up on our Instagram screen here that he gave the E-Flex to his older brother. And that's absolutely amazing. I mean, there was so much about this weekend that was, different than other Legends events that I've been to. Um, and I guess that's why they call this the Living Legends. I mean, just the people who were there, some of the godparents, I mean, like our first players of paintball, um, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, an absolutely amazing and incredible time. There were some other things there that happened this weekend that were different than other games, and you're going to start seeing changes as a result of it. Uh, Over the weekend, once I knew that I was going, and I told David Justin Reaper that I was coming, it was, I think, Thursday, Wednesday evening when I said I'm going to be there Friday. He said, perfect, guess who else is coming? He said, the Wormhole Show is going to be there on Saturday. He said, and I noticed the Command Brothers are coming on Saturday. He said, what do you think about us turning the GI tent into a media tent so all of you can go live at the same time and we can do a four-show crossover of Shoot You Soon, Ladies Night Paintball Radio, The Wormhole, and Command Brothers all at one time. And I said, that's absolutely incredible. Let's do it. So Friday afternoon, the guys and I are running around. We're waiting for Reaper to get to the field, and we are asking folks, because for those of you that don't know this, all of the tent sites were all accounted for months before the event even started. There were people selling their extra camp sites going up until the days before the game, but there was nowhere to go. And the folks over at the field, GI was instrumental in making this happen. Hanu, of course, they not only put one tent up for us, they put two tents up for us so that we could go live from there. The Command Brothers brought out their computers, and they were doing their whole thing with their computer setup. Wormhole had their camera out, and they were doing posts throughout the year. Uh, obviously, she was there when David was there, so we're going to be talking on Thursday on his show. And then we were there, and we went live from the field as well, and we were all together. So... Command Brothers will be featured on our show 
incoming week. As a wormhole, we were on wormhole. We were on Command Brothers, and every week we are represented on Shoot You Soon. So uh, the guys and I were talking about for future events that we would, if we're all going to be at events, go ahead and set up these media booths. And it takes time for people to not be on the field and participate in it. But people really liked having somewhere to stop off and say hi. Players came by and they were stopping and talking. And we were able to have conversations that aren't normally had. So it was a pleasant change. Again, it was a different way of going to a paintball event for me. Usually I go to an event and I am there and I play or I'm commanding and we're all more business work side, if you will, because we were trying to bring something to our audience. And then we also got to play. There, it's not that we didn't get the opportunity to play in here. So it was um, a phenomenal weekend. On Sunday, we had our under-10 shootout. This is what, Reef, uh, what Silver Fox was just talking about when Kathleen was pointing at us. She was pointing her eyes with two fingers and then point down the field at us as if to say, I'm watching you, and she'd say, I'm coming for you, I'm going to shoot you. And so we've got this back-and-forth eye thing going on. We had people from Fox's Den. We had Soldiers of Chaos. We had the crazy clowns, or the clown chaos, uh, the, the psycho clown killers. Some people that were yellow with the uh, they were on. Uh, they were out there. We had people from other – Mad Frog was out there. Um, what we did was Reaper asked me to go and collect all of the kids who are under 10 years old who are at the field. As you know, if a child's not 10 years old, they aren't covered by field insurance, therefore they aren't allowed out of the field usually. So we've got a lot of kids who come to the event because their family is there, but they, the psycho clown posse, thank you. Um, people who I'm excited for NC, we're going to get there in just a second. Um, we... Sorry to those of you who are wondering where my random tangents are going. I've got Instagram comments coming up at the same time. But we went and collected all the children who were under 10 because we wanted them to say they also got to play paintball this weekend while they were at the event. If they got to play paintball at Living Legends, Health Survivors, and play they did. Shoot us, they did. Lacey, I hope you finally got those well because we were – Let's see, we walked around, I went and I took, I'm asking all these adults and saying, hey, if you've got any kids with you, and they're asking us, this is a little weird. I said, no, 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 you know, we've got this shootout going on, and Reaper and I are doing this, Lady Night Paintball Radio, and Shoot You Soon is trying to host the sender kids up with us, send them up to the Foxes Den tent, there are these people up there. And so it was originally supposed to be Tipex. Tipex, people. Tipex. Single I'm shot. So Tip X. That's what we signed up for. Okay, so we took all of these kids, I think there were about a dozen of the kids total, and we put them in the chrono range, in the shooting range, because we couldn't find a place on the field where there wasn't action happening. So we found a safe and secluded field of its own, though, and there were a dozen kids under, 10 under, standing here at the range, and then there were adults, also with masks on here behind the kids. So then we had to get a dozen people to give us masks to put on these kids. There were people watching what was going on as well. And it started out there were three tipex. There was one of Sharon's tipex and two of Reaper's tipex because folks, secret, 
This is the first paintball game I've ever gone to and not taken a marker. I took no markers with me on this trip. I flew. It was funny, last Thursday, Reaper said to me, soon you're going to learn what it's like to just fly with things that you're giving out to people and come home with an empty bag. And that's basically what I did because I flew there with a suitcase full of jerseys and I flew home with an empty suitcase that just had my muddy boots in them. And uh, no markers. And so we had these three tipex out for the kids to use. And we thought that, you know, three balls would be coming towards the 20 some odd of us at a time. So it was nothing. Right, we are out there, we've jumped over this, and we are really taunting these kids because there's nine kids who aren't shooting while the other three are. The three who are shooting are only shooting one ball at a time, but a maximum three people are going to get shot at a time. So the 20 of us, we're running up there, we're kind of talking smack to the kids. People are turning around and shaking their bottoms at them, and people are, you know, doing this on the side of their mouth, their hands up, and really taunting the kids. And then all of a sudden, I don't know who did it, because I was on the other side of it, but all of a sudden, he started getting shot up. I mean, not one, two, three here. All 20 of us start running because all of a sudden, we're all getting hit because people started bringing in speedball markers and handing them to all of the kids. So for each kid, for each trigger pull, there were like 18 balls coming at a time, and we didn't know. We were not expecting this, and all of a sudden, there's like five speedball markers plus the three chipettes out there. And now all 12 kids basically had markers with an adult next to them. And we were running. If you have ever kicked an anthill before, you see the way ants just go scattering. That was us. Nobody could hide fast enough. There was not enough other humans to hide in front of. People were picking shields up from the ground. People were picking up different props from the ground and hiding behind them. We retreated. Those of us who had been standing maybe 10, 15 feet away from these kids making faces at them were all of a sudden way at the back of this shooting uh, gallery area. And it was just exactly. so much fun, though. And the kids getting the opportunity to watch us run and scatter, um, some of the best wealth that I got were the biggest wealth that I got from that game were from those kids. So thank you to all of those kids. And they did. They got to shoot players and had a great time. Afterwards, we all stuck together and we went to the uh, stage to take photos together. And the kids were elated. There was one player there whose mask was done up like a cat. He had a spike on the top of it, uh, a mohawk spike. And he had zip tie tied to make kitty cat whiskers. And he had... Uh, silver pieces that he put into his mask to make it look like a kitty cat nose and some studs around it. There was no uh, doubt that he was a cat. And Kathleen was so excited. She kept saying, I shot the kitty. I shot the kitty. And so um, it was just really, really amazing and incredible. And again, I need to give a shout out, not just to the people who helped put it together, Sharon Moy, uh, Reaper, uh, what you did, getting all the kids there, getting the markers there, having everything together, that was, of course, a big part of it because we had to get it together. And Hanu, thank you for allowing us to do this at the event. But to those players who came off the field to participate in this, this is kind of the important part of it to me because I thanked these players at the time, and they said, are you kidding me? No big deal. Anybody would do this. And I looked at them and said, if anybody would do this, why are there 2,000 people out there and only 20 of you in here? So those guys <laughs> took that time 
to help us grow the sport. And it seems like, sure, anybody would have done it. And I'm not saying that the other 2,000 players who were on the field wouldn't have done it. Because while I was gathering kids, we were also gathering more targets. So perhaps had the other 2,000 known that we needed more targets, we might have gotten more people. So I'm not suggesting that the others wouldn't have done it. I'm merely pointing out that these people did do it. So thank you to everyone who was involved in that. Thank you to Billy Jack Medford. Billy Jack was there taking photos this weekend. Not just Billy Jack, but all of our photographers. But Billy Jack was there, especially when we were doing the kids' shootout. He was incredible. This was also one of those kind of change-it-up events for Billy Jack because he didn't have a client uh, specifically that he was following this weekend, so he had the opportunity to step off the field a little bit and participate in some of these other events that were happening, including the Nerf Wars, which I was at the Modern Day Pirates dinner during Nerf Wars, so I want to hear about that from somebody who was there. But um, huge shout-out to all of our photographers. I was on the field, and at one point in time, I started to um, – I started to take photos of the photographers instead of following the players when I was out there. I switched my Instagram off, and I know that John Spaniel and Caleb Elijah Fernandez don't usually get photos of themselves. You know, sometimes they'll take one picture of the other one taking a picture. But I followed them around really in the thick of it. I got to personally watch them, though, because, again, I wasn't playing on Saturday. I was there in media. I had an orange media tag on. Um, the players were super respectful of that. I was not being shot up. I was able to go from the blue side to the red side and red back to blue to show everybody the perspective. But these photographers, I had the opportunity literally just to stop and stand there and watch them and see what they're doing. And they said, okay, this is a player. I, I want to follow this person. And you could see them, follow them through what they're doing the mission. And it didn't matter. The photographers were getting hit. They're getting shot at. Their, mark, their uh, cameras are being hit. They've got cameras are being protected by boxes and stuff, and these people took their time, their money to come to the game, okay? They had to travel to the game. They had to find somewhere to stay while they're at the game, and they are then putting pictures out for everybody for free to see, and people when the event is over, we all know everybody is, you know, biting for it, okay? The ending ceremonies, final uh Battle's over. Closing ceremonies are done. It's now 5 o'clock p.m. And it's 5 o'clock in 10 seconds. You're going, are the photos up yet? Are the photos up yet? Where are the photos? Have the photos gone yet? Um, so these people are putting their time, their bodies out there to do this for us. Um, so be sure you thank your photographers. And not only your photographers, but also your reps. At one point in time, I was out there taking video of what was going on. And... I myself happen to be a paintball player. Not all the photographers are actual players. And just because you're a player doesn't mean like you like getting hit anyway. Uh, but they didn't know me from anybody else. They just saw that I had a media tag on. And all of a sudden, red, uh, blue rather, makes a big push towards red. I'm trying to walk out, and giant push comes, and I have no choice but to drop behind a bush. But the bush wasn't so very protective. And this ref comes from nowhere. I have no idea where she flew from. But all of a sudden, this person, once we both stood up, I found she's shorter than I am, literally like half my size. Shorter, smaller in every way, didn't matter. I was crouched down trying not to get hit. I'm not shooting back at anyone, so I'm literally just 
trying to protect myself at that point in time. And this girl comes and jumps on me. Uh, for those of you on Instagram, you can see my hand. My hand is me. She came and put her body all the way around me and was taking the hit. And now there's this girl lying on top of me going, ooh, ow, eat, ah, eat. And I said, you don't have to stay on top of me. I'm a player, too. I don't mind. I can take the hit. And she goes, oh, my gosh, thank you. And she jumped off of me and rolled to my other side, um, which was really awesome. But thank you. I don't even know who it was, um, but thank you. And thank you to all of the reps that were out there, not only keeping your photographers safe, not only keeping your media people safe, but keeping all of the players safe. While I was out on the field, see it as bringing you all the game live or for the time that I was able to go out on Sunday and play. The refs were on point. They were there the whole time. I can't say enough. Refs are key to a safe game, so thank you, refs. Uh, thank you, thank you. You know, that's something I've got to laugh about this week is the yes. fact that I am very big in pushing with my kids that – the ref and the photographers are out there risking themselves, their equipment, and everything else to make sure they have fun and have a good game. I proceeded to watch all of my kids this whole weekend, and I've heard from quite a few people even on the field when they saw them drop everything and go running and hugging them, telling them that they appreciated them. And I had quite a few people tell me that made their weekend. Sharon, your children that you brought – be it they were your biological children or the children that you brought with you um, made the weekend. I don't know when I have seen more respectful, thoughtful, or grateful. Grateful maybe being the most important one, especially in today's world, children. Um, all of those kids who were there actually appreciated being there. They didn't take it for granted. So many of the kids that I see who are regulars on the circuit because they're just used to going. They're being dragged along by their parents, and it's a bonus that they happen to like playing. So they get to play, and they're used to playing with expensive markers and the top equipment because their parents kick them down their equipment um, or buy them their own equipment. Your kids were just so grateful for the whole opportunity that it was a breath of fresh air in today's society period. Um, it was just amazing. So kudos to you and to all of the parents and the kids that you brought with you. Oh, they, they, they made me so proud. I should. Yeah, you should be. Me too. That's amazing. I want those kids hey, with Blaine. me anytime. There. Yep. Um, hey, listen, uh, before we go, I'm going to have to get off. Hold on. Hold up, I just want to acknowledge two callers who are on hold. I have area code 412 and area code 708. Area code 412, who's this? What's up? This is Bricktop. Hey, Bricktop. Awesome. <laughs> uh, give me Mr. one second. Yeah, sorry, my phone cut off last time and so I had to call again. Oh, hi, Macy. Okay, welcome back. Okay, uh, Silver Fox, go ahead. I'm sorry I cut you off. Go ahead. That's okay. I just wanted to say, because uh, i got to get off in a couple more minutes, that, um, you know, as far as the kids and all that are concerned, uh, they were just fantastic all weekend, and I watched them grow all day. But the other thing is, as you were talking about the shootout, and uh, 
how that changed. So I'm going to apologize to you now and all the other players that got shot the heck up. Uh, that's how I do it. When I do it, every kid gets a paintball marker that can fire like we fire, and every kid gets to open up. When he said three pistols, I went up to him, especially after they shot us, like maybe hit one of us here and there. I said to him, dude, this is not the way to do it. Watch what happens when they get real guns. Well, it turned out <laughs> we had to run all the way to the back. So, again, I apologize to all the players, but that is the way that we do it. And watching Catherine using two fingers, if you watch the video, it's out there. She's using two fingers when she was shooting, and it was so cute to see. But, again, before I get off, I want to thank the Command Bros. They were awesome out there all weekend. Uh, Thanks, bro. Awesome. It was your, your buddy. And uh, all the other uh, photographers, refs, all that stuff. I mean, the whole weekend was amazing. And then to perform a comeback like that, the blue team, kudos to every single player because they stayed out there, they rocked it, they played hard, they pushed hard, and they fought hard. So, I mean, and red team, too. Nothing against them, but it felt a little good to win go that blue one. <laughs> go blue team, go. Yeah, go blue team, go. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Blue team was the place to be at, baby. Well, blue yes, team was. only won by 10 points. And the craziest part about that is earlier in the day on Sunday, um, these kids, our kids, our Foxes Gen Illinois kids, Bethany had been given a card, one of the mission cards, right? And she, everyone's coming, running around screaming, oh my gosh, where's this mission card? What's the mission card? I don't know. Bethany had it. Oh my gosh, we're going to be down by 100 points. It's worth 100 points. What are we going to do with this mission card? And so I said to one of the blue commanders, as I was waiting to go in, um, I said, really, if we lose by 100 points, like, then let's talk about it, okay? And he laughed and he goes, yeah, yeah, good point. Now, Bethany then says, but I was shot, and right before I got shot, I handed that mission card to somebody else so the mission card could stay in the game. Smart move, lady. Smart move. Problem was, we didn't know who had the mission card. So quick lesson, and I had to learn the hard way at one of my games recently, was if you hand off the mission card, ask the guy his name or the girl her name, who you're giving it to. Um, But we're waiting, and I say this to the commander, and we kind of chuckle about it. And as we're chuckling about, yeah, as if, you know, a legend game is going to be lost by 100 points. Ha, ha, ha. Off of the field walks this guy with the mission card. And the kids start jumping up and down. I see all of our pink, you know, bobbleheading up and down. And they look like whack-a-moles. And they go, he's here. That's him. That's him. That's the guy with the mission card. And so we were able we to turn that mission card in. And then we won by 10 points. So I eat my words know about you... if it's a 100-point game. Quick? Yes, yeah. please. Uh, you want to know what's crazy about two things you said. First of all, I want to say what's up to everybody. This is Britt Thompson, the Command Bros. Uh, glad everybody's tuning in and listening about the recap of Living Legends 11. But when we shot, when the, everybody got shot by the kids, I just dropped that video. If you go look on um, YouTube, if you go look on YouTube, type in Living Legends 11 Inferno Reaper, it'll pop up. And you see the whole video from the kids start off with pistols to when they went to speedball guns. And the mission, the mission, the mission card, we ran her, we took her all the way to where she got shot at on the mission card. 
And that's the video that's getting ready to be dropped because that whole thing was filmed. The red tank route nice. right past all three of us and didn't even shoot us. Like, it was crazy. That that whole mission run was crazy, but there's a video coming out for it, so. Nice. Uh, I don't back. I'm, I'm, I'm the person who's in that video with the mission card. And right, I'm, she I'm was, just like, you know, she was there. Going back to that kid shootout, I spent my weekend, the first day, in the grinder, half the time without my weapons, trying to get those welts, and I did not get a single one. The second these kids start shooting at us, I look over, I get, like, shot in the face, and I see these kids sitting there pointing at me, smiling, the hugest smiles, and to me that, like, that definite shock of pain was most definitely worth it. And I got well. Do you realize yeah. you're only three years older than them kids? You're still a kid. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. I, I was, has, has anybody seen, has Silver Fox, have you seen the video? I didn't see your video yet. Okay. Oh, I, so seen, yeah, I seen that video. Yes, I did. I did. Because I saw Catherine, you know, using two fingers. Right, when I was, right, I stayed right, right. Up there, that stone, so she could hit me. She hit me I in the shoulder and that right photos. in the face. I used Billy Jack photos at the end of it. Like oh, you nice. see all the yeah, kids who were out that. there shooting. Yep. I'm so glad during that video you probably can't hear me because I was there with the kids helping trying to supervise the kids, and here I am trying to change oh, out. Oh, we see you, though. Welcome, filling mags and stuff and talking to them, making sure they're doing it right, helping adjust the gun. And all of a sudden, I see all these big guns coming in, and I'm going, whoa, 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 what's going on here? What's going on here? And, yeah, I know. That's how we do it. Guns. Yeah, that's how we do it. It's much more fun because then we have to run. You just can't stand there and dodge three bullets. Yeah. And when they yeah. start firing us like that, where were we at? All the way in the back, trying to climb the fence. Right. <laughs> at the beginning of the video, they're all in the front. At the end of the video, they're yeah. all in the back, hiding yeah. behind something. And, and I want to thank everyone who helped that with that. I have had already five parents message me on Facebook and thank me and tell me that that's all their kids were talking about on the way home and how that made their weekend. Nice. I mean, yep, that's how it does it every time I do it. Of the two that's thousand the... Um, people you had that we had there, those well, kids were the highlights were some of the highlights for me. I mean, they were awesome. And oh, yeah. seriously, I, at the earlier in the show, Brick Talk, I was talking about, because Macy and Lacey are both on the show with us right now, um, I was telling everybody about when I asked the, you if the girls could run with you, and I was telling the girls, I hope you can keep up with the command bros, and the girls lifted at me and said, you mean we hope they can keep up with us? So, right, right. Yeah, girls. <laughs> the girls. Girl, girl, girls not that... I ref also at P3 Paintball Park, and when the get when the little when the when the kids come out, the the blue boys got stories. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. The girls be quiet and nervous, and I see it in their eyes. And I'd be like, "Are y'all nervous?" And they'd be like, "Yeah." And I'd be like, "It's good to be nervous because now you're gonna hear things you never heard, see things you never see because now all your senses are, are aware now. Once the gun, once the the uh, paintball starts shooting, all the little boys stop. And all the little girls become savages, and they just run around. <laughs> and they're shooting up the little boys, and I tell, I tell the, the boys and the girls, 
where you stop at is where you're stuck at. You know what I mean? So when you're playing paintball, wherever you stop at is where you're going to be stuck at. So you want to push as far as possible before you start, before you stop. And you see little girls just, because little boys are so caught up in the video games, and they're thinking it like a video game, not realizing they are the video game. They see somebody in a sniper tower, and they think, oh, I can't move because there's a sniper there, because in the game you can't move. But the little girl will run. You know what I mean? I look back, and it'll be like when we when we did that mission, to get the um to try to get the dirt to go from um point five to point six, we had to go through an army. We didn't make it through, but everybody was gone and it was just me and the two young girls from Foxton. Mm-hmm. To the point we got shot by our own team when we came running up out of there. It was crazy. Yeah. You'll see the video there... though, it's crazy. <laughs> I can't wait for Instagram for Command Brothers. Hmm? Is there an Instagram for Command Brothers? Yeah, it's or Command Bros. Bros. Yeah, Command yes, Bros. Four One Two. No problem, no problem. It's Command Bros. Four One Two. Lacey, if you come over tomorrow, I'll help you set it up because I follow them all the time and annoy them. That's not annoying. It's called uh, a fan. I just got it. <laughs> and Bethany's over here like jumping out, literally standing herself because she can't get words out. <laughs> nice. Well, just wait, Sharon, because I know it hasn't happened uh, quite yet to you. I know I'm sure that uh, Mary has been experiencing it already because I know she gets it, especially as a pirate when she does events like this and through LNPR. Uh, but just wait until you start getting the messages from people and people realize where you are and that you are a voice in the community. And um, the more that you become recognized and are with us, you're going to start having your own fan base too, and people are going to be sending you the same messages. And it's not annoying. It's, it's nice because we're all humans. I think that people sometimes forget. They say, oh, this is, you know, a celebrity within our industry, and therefore they're untouchable. No, we're just players like you are who are being listened to, and so we're using our voices for good. So you're going to be having that, too. It's going to be pretty awesome. Paintball is like the only sport where you could really touch, your, touch the, 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 you would say, stars in the East Lads. Like you could, you could follow a football team your whole life and never meet that person. You know what I mean? Right. You can watch these people on Facebook and YouTube and see how other people react to them and one day get to get to a game and meet them. And when you meet all of us, it's not like we're, you know, snobby or anything. We want to meet new people, expand the game, and, you know, get the youth in. Like, when you meet Wolf, I've seen people meet Wolf this whole weekend, and it was crazy. Like, and I used to be, and I still do be starstruck by Wolf. You know what I mean? Because he's one of the ones that got me started, like, in, into the, the media aspect of it and spreading it through social media and everything. But yeah, she's right. It's gonna be you're gonna enjoy it because this is a this is this is a family thing. That's the whole thing about paintball. It's not just shooting each other. It's just it's a family that gets to shoot each other. Oh, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> so as we talk about family, we were talking about paying it forward. I'm so sad that right now my Instagram is down. It just stopped, but. Um, there is some paying it forward and crossover that I want to discuss. I had mentioned last week before Living Legends that Ben Painter out of North Carolina from Team BTA and also from the Travel Squad Road Dog had donated a bunch of masks specifically for Sharon's kids. But 
progress and I started talking to Sharon and I found out that all of the kids basically at this point have them. So Sharon, with your permission, I would like to donate those masks to my son's school because they are doing the archery tag program. And we, I've been talking about helping to cross-promote and bringing this archery tag out to our paintball events with Coach Tech. And so I want to pass it forward because I'm not even so sure that with the age of these masks that I feel comfortable putting them on to kids' faces. But they would be perfect for the archery tag program if you're okay with us uh, passing them on to them. And I promise I have some new masks in my closet for you. Oh, Absolutely. Because when we help other people, even if they're not in paintball, we are still helping to grow paintball because they're going to say this amazing paintball squad sent us these masks for us to use at our school. So thank exactly. You. That's a big thing I push with my kids, too, is, you know, yes, we do a lot to pass things down and grow the paintball community, but it's not just about the paintball community. You know, I've had my kids go out and help one of the local fields just clean up the field. I've taken my kids and I make them – help me out at uh, Operation Christmas uh, around Christmas time and show them. You, you need to remember that the community is not just the players, it's all the other people. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. So thank you. So Bricktop, I was telling everybody about our media day on Saturday. Have you done that at a game before where you took time off the field and rather than playing, you were actually doing just media stuff? No, Not just no, that was um, with everybody. But, I mean, I had mentioned earlier that this weekend was different, I think, for all of us, for Reaper even, but setting up the booths the way that we were able to and for you guys to have your computer set up out at the game. Was this a first for you? Yeah, that, this is actually a first. We we were doing a show last week because we do Commandos Live at lunch, and um, Fox asked us to. He, he said, "Are y'all going live for the the Living Legends? I hope to see y'all go live." And I was like, "All right." He asked us to go live. We're gonna go live, and if we're gonna go live, we're gonna go live. We're gonna do it just like the show we do it at home. So we brought everything with us and set up the whole booth and went live. And it's you know. When you when you get to the status where you're doing things like that, you got to sacrifice your playing time. You know what I mean? You just can't run right out there and start playing. You got to, you know, make sure everybody's having an excellent time, everything's moving smooth. When the time is – it was only an hour show, and it's not like we missed a, a – a, missing an hour of paintball wasn't going to kill us. You know what I mean? So it was it was cool, but that's, that's going to be the norm for now for us. We go to a that's show – That's what like I was saying. Uh-huh. If my crew ever at a game with you guys, you can always grab me right now because I'm really seeing the outside part of that now with me being injured and not being able to play. How much right. of this stuff takes place off field during the game as well? Yes, yes, okay. Okay, are y'all going? Because well, we're going I, to Ion and we're going to go live from Killhouse Tent. Heck yeah, I'm going to be at Ion, but one of my kids is. Okay, definitely tell them to stop playing. But Bricktop, I mean, seriously, I was saying to, you know, Jamie and I were talking about it, and I was talking about it earlier on the show. I think that with what happened on Saturday, and that, that's what happens with paintball that I'm finding, is it just kind of happens organically. If you plan it, it doesn't work that way, right? Like, I had glorious plans for Saturday. I thought I was going to be sitting there at the table for three hours flat. Yeah, right. That's totally not what happened at all. 
But I will Uh-oh. never go to a game again and not do media from a game is what I learned. Right. Because you're right. taking an hour out is nothing. But just nothing. We're there instead for of days. Right? I mean, instead of just people seeing everything after the fact, people actually got to see you and meet you. And I think it was part of the celebrity experience for them because as awestruck as you were possibly to see Wolf, I was just as awestruck to finally meet you in person. And all of your <laughs> followers there were probably speaking right. out about, oh, my gosh, he's here, he's here, he's here. And I've had experience with that being an assassin because when we all post our stuff and just saying we're an assassin, people immediately start to geek out. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I watch this person's videos and I watch that person's videos. But uh, when they actually get to meet us and to see those reactions and – it still is humbling to me because I'm just a player, you know. I, I'm just a player who, for various reasons, people want to hear what I have to say, so I like to share it. Right. Same for Mary, right. same for Mary, same for you. Um, so just it was awesome. And I learned so much even from you all, but I'm glad to hear it's going to be the new norm. And I think yes. that that just changes our um, – I think it just puts a little bit more credibility behind us. This is going to sound a little bit serious, especially for paintball, but slightly more journalistic. Yeah, I agree. It needs to be. We need you need to be able. If you can't make the event, turn on your Facebook and see what's going on out there and who's out there. You know what I mean? Like we try to send. We went to Living Legends. We did a lot of live. You know what I mean? When we all went live and we had a ball, we were, in, we were trying to show the people the off the field, what goes on off the field. That's where that's where everything's happening at. You know what I mean? That's where everybody's getting together. You ain't seeing years. There's people out there I ain't seen in two years who I only see that's when right. I go to a Living Legends event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's, those three days you got with them, you cherish mm-hmm. that. Then you meet all new friends. Absolutely. It's the first time we all got to meet each other. So... It's a man. I, I I guess I have a different take on it, man. I, I I like the celebrities and what they do, but my biggest part, man, I like meeting new people. I like meeting the yeah. new people on the field. I like the that the players is where it's at, man. You know, that that's my exciting part to go to these events, see these people. I mean, the, I, I mean, the days. Of course, I've been around the celebrities, so. <laughs> But Andy, I mean, here, we finally got to meet in person, right? I've been, but here's the funny thing. Some people would say that I'm, you know, this love here, but I couldn't wait to meet Andy in person um, for tons and tons and tons of reasons. So it's not about the celebrity part of it. I, I think that especially within our paintball world, um, my head is usually, is not one of those that is blown up about what's going on. I try to keep it real for everyone. Um, and so I prefer the technical side of it, but you're right. The people who we meet and the friendships, and also we within the paintball world, is one of the more strange networking experiences that I've had with Facebook. Because if somebody in my real world who I didn't know, even though we had 30 friends in common, Facebook messaged me and said, "Hey." or just added me without saying, hey, I'd probably just leave it in my request. 
But when I see a Facebook friend request from somebody and they've got 30 mutual paintball friends and I look in their albums and they've got a bunch of paintball photos, I'm like, okay, sure, let's go ahead and add them in. Because it's automatic. So many, that's right. Um, and be it because of trying to get information out there, marketing, not necessarily for myself, but for games. Hey, you know, this is a game that I'm going to. I'm about to put a plug here for Black Ops in North Carolina, June 2nd through 4th, and also Operation Red Homefront, which is happening in the Carolinas as well the same weekend. Uh, but that's how that's players get to games. And if I only had, uh, you know, the people who I've met in person and played with, it's hard to expand that group out. So it's great for networking. And I've met so many amazing people from all different walks of life that it just has helped expand me as a human. So, but the people who I've met, I mean, the, the people went out of their way. And I have to, again, just give a huge shout out to Andy and to Matt. Um, they were on point making sure that I was okay the whole weekend. We've talked it's a subject that I don't like to talk about. It's very political. We're not getting into it, but um, I am going to touch on it. That Me Too paintball, and we talked about safe places, and, you know, I needed a ride. You can't, it's really hard to find an Uber in the middle of uh, a field because anybody who's been to the field, there were two entrances. You can pass it. The Uber could probably pass the street, pass the entrance to the field eight times and not know if they just passed it. Um, and so Andy and Matt came back and took me back to my hotel on Saturday night, and I can never thank them enough for it, uh, just making sure that I was able to get where I needed to go safely, and it was way out of their way to do so. So ah, we, just drove, we just drove the Michigan back road. That's all we did. That's all we did. We didn't all do nothing special. <laughs> all night long. But you know what? Go ahead and say you did nothing special. It's going to be just like those 20 people who came out to help with the kids. The two of you showed up when I needed help, and there were 2,000 other people there. So, um, and I know that, uh-huh. You know what? So, thank you. And I want to add, he keeps saying it's nothing, but when I was trying to figure out how I was going to get as many kids as I could through this event, he jumped up and offered to even stop throughout by me to drive me there so we could fit another kid. Now, what funny thing is, I drove through your town on my way home. <laughs> oh, taking, taking somebody else home. <laughs> oh, it's good. Um, it's fun. Quickly, while we're talking about, you know, our paintball family, uh, many of you know that I have spent a lot of time on the road recently trying to help grow wealth, trying to help grow Ladies Night Paintball Radio. I spent two weekends back-to-back out of town in both Georgia and North Carolina for games. I then came back. I was home for a few days. I turned around, went to Michigan, and I leave tomorrow morning. I was supposed to leave tonight, but I'm going to leave uh, in a few hours for North Carolina because I have three meetings there over the next two weeks and then I have a game there. So I have been spending a lot of time away from my family and I wasn't able to get to my dad tonight to see him, but my dad has been very patiently waiting on the line listening to our show for the last about hour. So, Daddy, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Daddy. I really do miss you, and I'm 
so sorry that I wasn't able to get there today. I actually have something I'm going to drop off uh, to the valet for you because it's going to be too late to come upstairs and see you um, tonight. But I love you, and I am so happy that you are here and listening and getting to hear about what went on all weekend long. Oh, and Dad, thank cool. you for raising such a wonderful, wonderful woman. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> thank you for bringing Celine here. <laughs> <laughs> so oftentimes we get my mom also on the line on Sunday. She and Mary really hit it off. Um, I intentionally never connected them on Facebook because I get picked on by my mom enough. I don't need Mary to pick on me for my mom too. Though my mom still mm-hmm. asks me about it all the time. I just tell her I'm having trouble with my Facebook. So, Daddy, don't tell her. Shh. I won't say a word. <laughs> well, I, I got to get ready to go. I got to run. But um, Yeah, I think actually, I've got tons to do to get ready for my trip. So I'm thinking about calling in a night with everybody. Okay. So I'm going to go through one by one and say goodnight. So, Bricktop, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, tell everyone where they can find Command Brothers and how they can tune into your show, please. Okay, it's Command Bros. We're on um, YouTube as Command Bros. TV, Instagram, Command Bros. 412. You can find uh, me on Facebook as Raheem Bricktop Jones. Um, you can check. You can find us at P3 Paintball Park. In June 3rd, we're having Reaper come for a game here in Pittsburgh. We're bringing Reaper down here in Pittsburgh, and we're going to have uh, Faces to Death. Uh, two hells is one hell too many. So um, if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you want to get into paintball, stop by because we enjoy making paint, new paintballers every day. Absolutely. Here, here. my friend. I look forward to speaking with you soon, and we will do some collaboration work, and you're just awesome. Thank you for being out there. Thank you. It was you're so awesome. much fun to see you guys. And, All right, um, good night. Speak to you soon, my friend. Okay, then good night, everybody. Be safe. Good night. You the same. Silver Fox, you still there? Yeah. Okay. So, good evening, my friend. Have you made it home yet? Me? Yes, you. Uh, I've been home since uh, yesterday. I worked today. Oh, I didn't know. I saw that Jennifer and Kevin were still traveling today. That's because they stayed overnight another night. They got to go 14 hours. I only had five. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I was home Sunday night. So, hey, uh, one oh. thing I want to put out there. There are some people that hit me on Facebook. Uh, they saw us on the uh, interstate at an accident. Just want to put it out there that it wasn't none of our players. AJ and Denise were in one car. I was in the pickup, and some lady rolled her Jeep, and we whipped it over and was helping them get out of the car and then got the car off the highway before the cops got there. So I know some people hit me on Facebook. Calissa did. I just put it out there. I appreciate everybody uh, getting worried about we were okay, but it, it wasn't us. We were just helping at the scene getting the people out of the car. So uh, other than that, I just want to say goodnight to everybody and thanks for a great time this weekend. Well, awesome. And 
I'm so thrilled that it was not you and that nobody from our team was hurt. But, of course, thank you for stopping and helping. It sounds like uh, that was the theme for the weekend. I happened to uh, be standing in the back of the airplane when a passenger kind of walked back there and he made it to the very back and just collapsed. And um, Oh, God. I, he was okay. It turned out that it was uh, alcohol-related, uh, but he didn't realize oh. he stopped drinking six hours before and he drank caffeine. And it was, but it's funny because it wasn't because he was drunk, though. He wasn't even drunk on wow. at the time. He stopped drinking three hours beforehand, and uh, he drank coffee. He said his wife was telling me. I mean, he was otherwise. Just, it got really hot on the airplane. He came to the back and he fainted. And um, wow. I happened to be there, and thank goodness I had all the years of being an athletic trainer. And they brought out his uh, blood pressure cuffs and oxygen and all that stuff, but. He was okay, and um, we were only 30 minutes out of Miami at that time anyway, thank goodness, because otherwise we may have had to divert, but uh, everybody made it home safely, and that's the important part here. So uh, thank okay. you for helping So did all the people in the car. Yeah, yep. those people were all okay, good. too. They just got a couple scratches, so everybody was good. Uh, so with that, good night, everyone. And I will good night. I will speak with you soon. Thank you. I know that we still have Andy on the line, and I think we might even have Matt on the line listening in. But, Andy, we're going to – we'll keep you guys on until the very end, especially since you all are still driving home. We want to make sure to keep you company. Um, I saw that Helen dropped uh, the – call earlier, but I want to make sure to give him a shout out and thank him for calling in. I'd also like to wish Calista Mosley a happy birthday today. Um, birthday. Everybody's celebrating a birthday today. Uh, let's see. Macy, are you still with us? Yes. Macy, you are absolutely amazing. Um, you were on it all weekend long. It gets hot out there. Didn't matter. You came in, you cooled off, you went back out there. You were just in beast mode. I mean, what you did with the slapsticks is absolutely epic. This is the kind of thing that people will be talking about, not just for one or two years. This is the kind of thing that they will say this is legendary. People don't hit three slapsticks, one, two, three in a row, to go and then get a fourth. Just, It's kind of unheard of. These are things that people talk about that they would love to do. Like, these are life goals for paintball players. <laughs> Thank you. And you you did it your first time out there. Knocked it out of the park. Like Rick Top said, you know, boys will stop, and that's kind of what was happening in that picture I was talking about earlier where everybody else is turned and running away, and I'm standing there looking, trying to figure out what everybody's running from. You know, if somebody's coming like that, we need to stop them. Don't run. No retreat. Uh, so way to go, lady. Like, seriously. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. I love you. I'm going to drop something I off for you, you tonight too. before I head out of town. I love uh, you, too. Lacey, you there? Of course. Lacey, your call sign is Pockets. It was given to you by Sharon. I agree with her. I want to take you and I want to put you in my pocket, okay? 
I just wanted to like wrap you up in bubble wrap and protect you. And then there you are saying, I don't have any wealth. And I'm going, oh my gosh, this is like a mini me. And at one point in time, somebody, there was a kid when we were rounding up the kids who said, who asked me, he says, is that your daughter? And I said, ah, my paintball daughter. He goes, she looks just like you. And I'm thinking to myself, well, with her chicks ball heart, her headband on, and her Fox's Den jersey, yeah, she totally does. So <laughs> it was awesome. Um, you were incredible. You and all of the kids were. I just loved how you just you didn't care. You were like, yeah, I've been in there. Yeah, I got hit, but I don't have marks. Therefore, there's no proof. It's kind of like a Fitbit. Did the steps count if it didn't get counted on your Fitbit? Um, to you, without the wealth, it didn't count. And um, there's a reason that I named Welts Paintball Welts Paintball, and it's because I love the Welts. So I just saw so much of me and you and the way that you just immediately took to it like a duck to water was incredible. I mean, Macy, you did too. Uh, you were out there just knocking it the entire time, but pockets, good things. Good, good, good. Um, I'm just so proud of you, of all of you kids, but I am, you want to come out there and learn how to walk look both ways and cross the street, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And you're going to lead all of the people near you and show them how to do it. So I'll train you, you train them. Deal? Deal. 100%. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And so when she's in, I got some The wealth are like a badge of honor. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, it's funny because um, when I left, let's see, where was it? When I left my Georgia game, I was pretty much, I looked like a Dalmatian. I don't usually get marked up like that. Uh, extreme times call for, for extreme measures, I guess. I looked like a Dalmatian. And I walked into the ladies' room at a truck stop, and I was wearing shorts. And I'm always kind of embarrassed when I go out in public and I have that many bruises on my legs or my arms. And um, I walked into the ladies' room, and in behind me walked two women with two teenage girls. And one of the women looks at me and goes, ooh, paintball? And I was so excited because it was the first time that somebody didn't look at me like that and be like, ooh, do you need help? Are you okay? So I was like, how do you know it's paintball? And she goes, oh, I've seen paintball wells before. That's definitely paintball, right? And I was like, it absolutely is paintball. Yes, ma'am. So great badge of honor, and I hope that you wear your welts with pride. Um, just try not to play The only good one I have is too media. high. Oh, okay. It's so way next too high time. on the sides where that was pride. <laughs> <laughs> next time, uh, we will work on that. That said, I have to tell you, there's a certain part of – the wealth that there's a certain amount of pride when you get none of them. It's like golf. The person with the lowest score wins. Um, you know, sometimes I pride myself on the fact that I had to go out there on the front line and show them chicks ball harder. And then there are times that chicks can ball so hard that they don't even wind up getting shot. Um, on days that I barrel tag literally 20 people at a time or sweep 40 people off the field at a time, uh, I, I used no paint. There was that one game, no paint, 67 players off the field without firing a single ball of paint at anyone. Uh, so it happens, and I take my no-mark days with as much pride as my highly marked-up days. So keep doing it, lady. I promise you will get lots of wealth in years to come. 
And, James, if you are still on the line listening in, thanks so much for listening in with us. Mary, it looks like you got accidentally dropped from us a little while ago, but we always love having you with us. Sharon, my sister, my soul sister, my paintball wife, I thank you. Thank you for all of the time and all of the work that you put into those gorgeous jerseys that so many people are wearing so proudly. It really put us on the map this weekend. Again, thank you to Silver Fox for having us make those jerseys for the Illinois chapter. We look forward to what we're going to do for everybody else. And um, just, Sharon, thank you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for agreeing to co-host with us. And thank you for growing the sport. I don't need any thanks. I do this because it makes me happy. You know what? Then take the thank you with it because it makes me happy to have you here and it makes me thank you to acknowledge you for what you're doing um, because you all you are always there and have my back. So, yeah, I mean, we can, like, sing love songs together right now. And if we could, we would be holding hands. But since we can't hold hands right now, we'll do it virtually. Big virtual hug here. Please make sure you thank your husband again for driving me to the airport. Her poor husband had to go to the airport three times to get me. He got a statement. So, Jeremy, thank you. He, He took me to the airport. Then my flight was canceled, so he turned around and came back and picked me up from the airport. And then he had to take me back to the airport when it was time for my flight. So, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jeremy. And, of course, again, a huge thank you to you, Andy, and Matt, not just for picking me up on Saturday night, but for inviting me to join you on Friday with the Pirates. It was really special to be there for that. It was totally worth missing the Nerf Wars on Friday night for. Um, Truly, there was nowhere better that I could have been Friday night while we were in Michigan. Amazing company, amazing friends, and just to see the way that the community reacted to what the Pirates did there. Just Again, thank you for including me in it, and I look forward to my MDP sponsorship. Whenever you're ready, I want to say that I miss Sharon and the girls, and ten girls, I I miss them already. So, to the next game. I miss you, too. So, I don't know, Sharon, we're going to have to start looking into a bus like Mad Frog has, and um, we'll have to figure this out. I see lots of travel and such in our future. So to everyone who joined us tonight, and thank you if you were on Instagram. Thank you for joining us. If you were listening from afar, thank you. And for those of you who called in, of course, we can't do the show without you, the callers. So thank you. Thank you again to everyone. Thank you to Hanu and Lainey Fox for putting on such an amazing event. To the event producers, all of the vendors who were there, Lisa Weber over at Team Tags especially, Um, they were just rocking all weekend, making sure that everybody had anything they needed, that everybody was properly marked. Uh, Be sure to thank your refs, your photographers, and all your media people. 
because as you heard us say tonight, we're just here doing it because we like doing it. None of us are getting paid to do it. None of us are sponsored to do it. We are taking our own time, our own money, and we are doing what we can to bring this to you. So thank you. Thank you for giving us that opportunity and for welcoming us back to So on that note, next week we are doing our field owners edition. We are going to have field owners from across the country, possibly from across the globe. So if you know of any field owners, be sure to invite them to our field owners edition of Ladies Night Paintball Radio next Sunday night. If you are going to be in the North Carolina area the weekend of June 2nd through 4th, check out Black Ops Paintball. I will be there fighting for Flip Wilson, and make sure you check out Operation Homefront that same weekend. I know there are other games going on. Um, feel free always to um, feel free week after week to put your information up on our Facebook page, and we will push it out to everyone. So until next time, I hope everyone has a great week. Bye.